Andrew has just like this. You got a stinky butthole. Oh. And that shit was all Can over. Can we not? Place. No, this, this, you can't do. You can't. You can't. Why not? That's, I, that's fine. Yeah. What? Cutting the wheat from the chaff this week on Going Deep. Okay, so sound guy Keith is uh, is somewhere in the corner. We've fucked up this intro again. But we're going to just keep going and plow ahead. Uh, we have two guests in the studio. Andrew and the fucking catch with a couple other peanuts in the gallery. First person to my left is Martin. All Hashtag Gimhay for life. Yeah, all the way from Gimhay. Welcome, Gim welcome. Well, welcome back, sir. I feel very welcome. It, it's been months since you've been here. I've it, missed you. It, has, it hasn't gone well since. In well, life, it's gone very well. Good. Um, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but fantasy is not going so, so well. Well, that's fine. Don't worry. Every season is different. Uh, you can ask this man uh, how true that is. How, how are you doing, Brian? Uh, yes, I am also in the peanut gallery of our league uh, yes. with Martin and... It's a very bad year for me as well, so, um, but I'm having fun, and I'm hopefully, not. I, I'm, I'm going for seventh place. I don't think sixth place is in my, in my future, but seventh place, maybe, maybe. As long as you're having fun, uh, that, that's the main thing, gentlemen, and I'm having lots of fun being uh, second in the league overall. I know you've all enjoyed my ascent to the, uh, the tops of the league. I, I know, John, you've enjoyed it. Um, I'm just glad that I'm in such a powerful position after after nine weeks. A lot of game to be played there, Doc. I'm just saying, I'm feeling great right now. And in the peanut gallery, we have Andrew Shuttler. Yep, I'm, I'm over here. Maybe my voice is a bit distorted from this distance, but I'm here. Yeah, and honestly, it's great having Andrew be a little bit quieter this week. He's been taking up too much of our uh, airwave time of late, I feel. Yeah, I, I feel it might be better if Andrew wasn't even here. Well, you're welcome to come back next week and take his place as co-host if you like, Martin. I'm fine with that. Anyway, today is the day of the fantasy football party. We got two people who came early. We want to applaud them for coming early, join the podcast. Yeah. And um, we're pretty much going to slate a bunch of people, I think, on this podcast. We are. But I actually have a little topic to start the uh, the pod off this week, John, if that's okay with you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So, so my idea is... Uh, the, the at the midway point of the season, the shocks and surprises of the 2020 season, i.e. good surprises and bad surprises so far this year. Um, have you had any ideas at all about this, Brian? Anything that's surprising you in a good way or a bad year? Uh, I guess way. I guess for starting with good, um, maybe the shocking things. Well, I mean, the surprising things are maybe... So usually if a, a new wide receiver goes to a new team, like you don't know how well the wide receiver is going to play on the team. But right. like uh, DeAndre Hopkins starting off amazingly and uh, actually Robbie Anderson too. Like both new teams, new quarterbacks and they're they're playing very well. That was that was surprising. Especially yeah. Robbie Anderson. I was very surprised by I think that Anderson. surprised the whole league, honestly. Yeah. I think people were thinking was Robbie Anderson even being drafted yeah. in the summertime? No. Not at all. Robbie Anderson once told a New York police officer that he was going to come in his wife's face. Wow. That's a true that's story. That's a true story. Yeah, that's oh. a true story. And he was he was arrested for that. 
And he no, went undrafted. And, and, and he was arrested for public disorderly conduct, he, I guess. He was arrested for telling a policeman that. I think drunkenly telling a police officer, I'm going to come in your wife's face. Oh, he's, I thought he meant his own wife. No, I mean, he could do that at his own leisure. But he told the police officer, I'm going to come in your wife's face. Oh. Yeah, that'll get you arrested in, in, in New York, right? Oh, shit. I think that might be, you know, an arrestable offense. But uh, again, one of the biggest surprises also is that Senior Wilson's baby brother has not been arrested for murdering that baby. Okay. Oh, she's, she's alive. So she's alive. Okay, that, that, <laughs> All right. that, that, that's Martin, funny. what are your biggest surprises and sort of <laughs> flops from this year of fantasy football? Fantasy football. Um, I don't know if it is a surprise, but the running back reliability is pretty. I'd say that's a shock. That's more of a shock than a surprise, but continue. I mean, it can be a bad surprise, no? That's what a shock is, sir. But never, <laughs> okay. never mind. Never mind. Never mind. We'll continue. Let's not mince words. Um, yeah. Just, I mean, the whole we. I guess with the the whole situation this year, there was expected to have a few more bad surprises and a few more good surprises. Yes. Um, well, it does seem that the negative has been on one position. Like, the, the, the large negative, like, how many big wide receiver injuries have there been besides Michael Thomas? Not many. Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Ridley. Is he really? Ridley's been playing, though. Godwin's not really been playing, I can But Godwin's Godwin. been playing. He's been playing. A like, how bit. many, like, season-ending sort of injuries? Sutton. None. Sutton, that's right. Sutton was a, a six-round. I'd, I'd be top of the league. If Sutton didn't get injured. Yeah, 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 yeah. And folks, that's why we relegated him to the peanut gallery. Indeed. <laughs> because, uh, Irrelevant anyway, let's, comments keep, like that. let's keep going. Um, none of the big wide receivers that were picked really early, the big five, have gone down. But a lot of the big five running backs have. Most of them have. Right. And, and yeah. this is, you know, in completely opposite to what happened last year. When we had, you know, people that took wide receivers early last yeah. year got completely burned. Those it's been wide, the opposite this year. Those wide receivers went down last year. Devontae Adams went down. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster, complete Juju, flop. Schuster. Like, a lot of those early top five wide receivers just didn't perform. Didn't do anything. Yeah. This year, it's the top five running backs. You got the top five. Consensus, what we all would have picked before the season. Uh, let's just name them out. Barkley, gone. CMC, I think gone. Uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, then you got Ezekiel Elliott. Who's not had a great year. Looks like a fat fullback. Yeah. Um, Kamara, the only w- good one. And then fifty, we had... Um, Cook, I guess. But yeah, I guess it? you put Cook in there. And Cook it has had a good year. So like two out of two out of five. Yeah. Do, do you think... I mean, I know there's been injuries. So do you think it's necessarily about the fantasy players? Or do you think it's just about how teams are now with... I mean, teams generally... Th- no, I mean, just teams generally... Th- I don't know the stats, but teams generally throwing it around a bit more than they would have. No, they threw it a lot you don't think last it's year, too. It's just random. Honestly, There's the still... injuries this year have been really bad, unfortunate to high-value high skill players. It's, it's just mm. a bit of bad luck, honestly. There's um, still teams running the ball. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Derrick Henry's still running the ball. Yeah. Um, Dalvin Cooks is still running the ball. Ravens still run the ball. Do they do it well? Mm. Top of the league. <laughs> top of the league. This, yeah, but in how yards many, per game? In yards per game. How many of that is Lamar Jackson? It's not one back. You're right. Yeah. Lamar, Lamar Jackson probably about. We're talking about 30, like 40%. particular. If we're talking about particular uh, players, the Ravens are more. It's a they're team a conglomerate. Effort. Yeah, it's they're a, a team conglomerate effort, for sure. Um, we're looking at teams that like have like a steady workhorse back. There ain't many. 
There ain't many. Well, yeah. A handful. It's running six, back, by, running back by committee is only becoming a more common thing. Yeah. I think it's just going to get more and more common. Yeah. Unless you've got some of these young guys and you get them in there and like you ride them for three years, why would you have a... Why would you have one of your players getting hit all the time and making all the money when you could just have one cheap rookie running back or two cheap running rookie running backs? And, you know, you can get by with that, I think. Like, as long as you have a stable offensive line and a real offensive scheme, you can get by like that. Absolutely. Well, uh, before the uh, the, the 2017 running back class was amazing, right? And so, like, before that year, the the running back trend was going towards the running back by committee, right? And then we have this anomaly where you have Christian McCaffrey and... Who else was in that? Kamara. 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 And around there. Kamara but, like, all, was like all a third the, or fourth round pick we but, had to remember. But yeah. every single one of these uh, bell cow uh, running backs were from that draft class. So it seemed like we are going to have like a, a resurgence of running backs, yes. right? Because then the next year we have uh, Saquon Barkley come out, yeah. right? And so, But reality, it was just a, a mirage, right? Running so, back is just about youth. Yeah, are exactly. you young? Are you cheap? And are you ready to fucking just get beat up? Yes. Much? Put your life on and the that's, line. And that's that's harsh franchise. to say it, but it's like that's, that's what, it, what is. it is. Look at the best backs right now. You got some people like Kamar got paid, yeah, but he doesn't get used in the same way those other guys do because they're smart. They keep him like he catches those little flare routes for seven yards and tiptoes out of bounds. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't get, hit. get hit. He doesn't get hit nearly as much as the other guys. Dalvin Cook, they're gonna run him into the ground. Yeah. Josh Jacobs is getting run into the ground right now as we speak. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, he's super tough, but... He's he, going to have a six-year career. They're giving him 25 carries a game. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, I feel bad for that um, kid. Uh, there's so much, you know, what, what can you say? That It's just an, a war of attrition. Yeah, Chris Carson getting battered. Uh, it, it's rough. All right, John, do you have any shocks or surprises this year so far? At the, uh, at the mid-season point, in terms of players or teams, anything, or t- really. anything, and even in our league, I got a couple. The biggest shock for me was, I mean, I didn't really see. Robbie Anderson was one of them for sure. Yeah, but is he doing so fantastic that it's shocking? No, I mean he's got what six hundred yards receiving. Yeah, he's doing better than we predicted. Sure. Um. The biggest shock for me was not sort of relying on the reliability of a large back that can carry the ball 30 times a game, and that's Derrick Henry. Like, mm-hmm. why Why did so many people pass over Derrick Henry when he clearly is the most durable back mm-hmm. in the NFL? Yeah, and he's one of, the, one of those rare workhorse backs that we were kind he of alluding to earlier that just doesn't really exist anymore. He doesn't get hurt. He doesn't get hurt. He seems to be invincible. He's nearly at a, he's nearly at a thousand total yards. He's at eight hundred fifty rushing yards almost. Yeah. There's no point that he should not have been. So where do you think he should have gone? Um, he could have gone to me, but although I'm at eight. Yeah. Although I'm not angry with Josh Jacobs because they get the same workload, but it's just that Derrick Henry is just never has that questionable designation. Yes, and he also has those like eighty yard runs. Sometimes. Yeah, and he just busts loose and like nobody's gonna catch him. Um, and in our league, the most surprising thing was actually Ian going from worst to first. Yes, mm. but I do think there is a, a connection, a little there. chink in the armor coming oh. up for Ian. 
uh, Ridley has, you know, Ridley, he wrote Ridley for a bit. He won a bunch of games on Ridley. Is Ridley going to be the guy going forward? I don't know. We'll see. But there is a connection between your two points there and that Ian's the one that took Derrick Henry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So that, for that, sure. That, there's a nice I think Ian there. has, uh, he drafted very well, but he might have traded very poorly throughout the year. Ian has? He's made some trades. What what in particular are you not happy with when it comes to Ian's trades? Well, he did make some quarterback trade, I believe, for Kareem Hunt um, and got rid of Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, okay. Which Bridgewater right now, I'd probably rather have Bridgewater than Kareem Hunt. I don't know about you guys. But he's got Justin Herbert and Josh Allen. He did pick him up. Yeah, he did. But he did spend 50 bucks on Herbert. 40, 40? That's okay. a steal, though. It is a steal. It is a steal. I was second with What'd like 18, up? but second is just yeah, he could have geez. just not done Christmas. that, and it would have been. It's nice. insane that he went that that cheap. But his team is yeah. good. But he is. Uh, He's been a surprise. His team has been more surprised, especially after last year, because last year he was, it, it was rough. Yeah, rough year. All right, good point. Um, I guess I'll do a shocker, a surprise then. Uh, my surprise is the Seattle Seahawks. And the way that their offense has been running this year, away from the run game and letting Russ cook, baby. I mean, what a pleasant surprise that is to see the, one of the best players in the league finally be unleashed in all his power and glory and allowed to just do whatever he wants with DK Metcalf and, and, and lock it. But do you think it's sustainable? I think it's more sustainable than a run game because what we were talking about, just sending a young kid to his death every year. Yeah. I think, you know... Wilson could just chuck that ball up to DK all, all, all day. I don't know. You guys disagree? I, mean, I, I trust Russell Wilson okay. with yeah. almost yeah. anybody. I, yeah. I will be like a naysayer, even though I'm a locket owner. And I'll say this. If you don't run the football, uh, football or football, if you don't run the football and you don't play defense, it's going to get ugly. The defense Very, does suck. Like the defense in Seattle is bad. Yes. They can't run the football. They can't, like, it's just Russell Wilson throwing it. I don't know how long it, this ride's going to last. I mean, how long, but I'm enjoying it. How long did Green Bay just rely on Aaron Rodgers? They had no run game, no they defense They got Aaron, Aaron forever. Jones. They, they do now, but they, before they lasted forever on But that. they did have some bad seasons. Yeah. Like, Rodgers went 6-10 and 10 one year, which Russell Wilson has never done. Wasn't that the year he got injured? Are you sure about that? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm making yeah, that I up. think one year he maybe was not great as well. But maybe it might have been his injured year. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Andrew Shelley, you're back from your smoke break, sir. Do you have a shock or a surprise, sir? A shock or a surprise in the NFL? NFL or fantasy. Whatever you want, bro. <laughs> well, in the fa- I don't know if this has been mentioned uh, while I've been away, but my shock... A positive shock yes. has been how good... Also known as a surprise. <laughs> I'm just saying... Just to, has been yeah. uh, how good the rookie wide receivers have been this year. Well, there you go. They are sin. tailing off now, though. No, no, they're not. Yeah, they Roxy's are a bit. Yeah, they are. CD Lamb is for sure tailing off. since CD Lamb scored out. 15 points fantasy. He scored a touchdown and 100 yards in the last game with Gilbert. Yeah, but he's he's on the How's way that down. How's that tailing off? He's That's not tailing off. He's on the way down. That's one player, though. DK. Jerry Judy had a big game last week. Yeah, but that was his first big game. But Okay, but everyone's going to have a bad game. Overall, yeah, the, the rookie class of wide receivers is the best we've had in years. It has been strange, yeah, honestly, especially in the year of COVID. Everyone was saying preseason you got to fade those rookies, especially the receivers. They're they're not going to have the training camp yeah. experience that they usually have. Yeah. They're going to struggle to adjust to the defense in the NFL. Not at all. Yeah, 
is is that just random? Is that player's ability? Is that the college game systems coming closer to pro games, or what is it? I think it's also there is something about not having preseason games where undrafted guys could normally beat out a guy picked in the first round. They sometimes that yeah. happens, and that yeah. happens quite often. Um, and without having that opportunity for those other guys to like showcase themselves. They'll take the draft pick. You gotta put yeah. the, that first rounder in and just let him play. I think it's definitely down to ability, though. Like everyone said during the draft, everyone said this is like the best wide receiver class that we've had in years. Yeah, but and, and normally that doesn't translate into the NFL, but this year it did. Yes, yeah. Yeah. we just don't. I, I mean, I just with preseason, we don't know because like there are guys that come out of the woodworks in preseason. Yeah, a lot of guys. Preston Williams was undrafted. Austin, he, I mean, Preston Williams is kind of still a nobody. But no. He's not a nobody. I mean, he's a fine player, but he's not exactly, like, there are better examples. But, but, like, like, Austin Eckler was undrafted. Yeah, yeah, but that's running back. We're talking about wide receivers. But we're talking about all, all positions, I mean. Okay. I mean Wes Welker yeah. was undrafted, wasn't he? And we're going that way back. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, there are people, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there are people that were undrafted that did very well. That's definitely true. Um, I got a, a shock, a nasty shock. Um... <laughs> That, that means a negative surprise, just to clear this up once and for all. God damn it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a lesson in semantics here on Going Deep with Doc and the Hawk. A shock for me is it, it's got to be uh, my man, Jackson. I, I, I'm, oh, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Uh, you know, after his MVP last year, uh, I really did think that the Ravens were going to destroy it this year with uh, Hollywood Brown getting a year older, coming off that weird injury that he had last year. He would have a breakout year. But Lamar Jackson has just kind of struggled this year. And it's been disappointing for me as a Ravens fan. Um, I still think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're, what, 6-2? and two, So I'm not too worried. But just from him personally, I just don't think he's throwing the ball as well. Why? Why do you think? What's the change? What's I, don't, I don't know. Well, did you not see he went on that talk show the other day and, and complained? Like a little bitch, honestly. He complained that the, the defenses were calling out the players before we start. That's yeah. why you're audible, Lamar. That's why you're audible. I, I don't have a big problem with it. He's just trying to say... He's just saying it like it is. The Ravens got to fucking man up. Like, they're not playing good football. I agree. They, they, can't, the they, can't beat, they, they can't beat a good team. They can beat any bad team based on how talented Lamar Jackson is in the defense. But they cannot beat a team throwing the ball outside the hashes. Yes. The one thing I would say is that Teams that stick to like an offensive philosophy every week and don't change their game, they're gonna get caught out. Yeah. Yes. We saw that with Miami against the Rams. Like Brian Flores, he beat he was the defensive coordinator for the Pats in the Rams Pats Super Bowl. And he completely nullified the Rams offense. Yes. And he did the exact same against the for Miami against the Rams two weeks ago. And like people are gonna pick up on the uh, Ravens offense if you just don't give Lamar any like targets downfield he doesn't know what to do he's not a good thrower but those receivers are also not great like, yeah he doesn't have great. the weapons he, he doesn't, doesn't have, have weapons, a lot of yeah. weapons and he doesn't have a great backfield he Dobbins maybe in the future uh, could be a good guy but it's not a great backfield the line is it's a problem in trouble you're right I mean I don't know he's just saying it like it was I think like the, the, the best thing obviously Belichick like, he's the greatest coach of the past. In the modern era, 
The best thing about him is he tailors his game plan to every team. Every single week. He doesn't keep the same philosophy the whole right. season. He that's, changes it to every team. That's very true. Surely, ev- surely every team tries to do that to an extent. Uh, some, I, don't think do. I don't think some Matt do. Matt Nagy? Matt yeah. Nagy, yeah. Should we talk about your boy, Nagy? All right, we're going to make a quick trip to does Chicago. Does Adam Gase do that? I don't think Adam Gase does any preparation. But they try. We I also think. have a, uh, an advert from the Windy City. The Windy oh. City. If you don't care about making the right offensive call, call Matt Nagy, because he's an absolute cunt. Wow. Like the man sitting next to me here. Yeah, I'm not sure what company was sponsoring us. I think it was I think it was just the city of Chicago. Oh. Because who the heck wants Matt Nagy? I don't think they'd be that blind. You know do you are you are you happy with Matt Nagy as your coach? Um I'm indifferent to that, but it's definitely not the the the, it's not just Matt Nagy. There's a few problems there. Do you think Nagy will be there again next year? Um I could. It's, it's one of those ones I don't know. I could see either way. It's just the whole overcomplicated things never interested me. Just especially without the personnel to perhaps fit it. Especially they have the personnel. We don't have a quarterback really. They have talent, but they problem. do have talent. They have talent across the board on offense that they don't use. They, yeah. Yeah. And it's bullshit that they're not good because they should be good with whatever quarterback they have. Sure. We'll see. I don't know. I, I I think Chicago has to draft a lot of offensive players. In my opinion, I don't know. I, I, the, I, wide, I the wide receivers on Chicago the are good. They got fine. Yeah, they got Robinson, Mooney's Robinson, Mooney, Anthony Miller Mooney's has fine. had some games. You got Montgomery in the backfield. If you can't make this work, yeah, and you, and quarter and, and you Cohen keep blaming the quarterback, well. it is it's a, on Nagy. Nagy's well, an idiot. The quarterback like play does kind of suck. Nagy. Ha- it's, it's bad, but it's also not schemed up properly. If you look at Trubisky's rookie year, where he was good, it was schemed up for him to succeed. What Nagy wants is a drop-back passer to like check into a West Coast offense in a city where it's fucking frigid. Yes. You're not going to win football games like that. Right. You, gotta win, like you have to play to your environment. Like you have to know that, okay, if I can get the quarterback to the outside and I can get a loose runner... That's way more effective than trying to drop straight back and pass the ball. I, I don't right. know if you've seen Chicago play since Foles throws off his back foot. Sometimes time, he's one-footed. That's it. He, he just, drops back and throws. He's got no confidence, and he's, he's scared to take a hit, yeah. Foles. He's, 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 it's, it's awful to watch. The thing is, the Bears have so much talent, and they just waste it because they're not scheming people correct. I don't know so much talent. On defense and offense, well, that's a pretty good team. Defense have great talent. I think I'm still not convinced of the offensive talent there. But what? Well, wait, wait. Before we get interrupted, Rudy, Andrew, by, by the peanut gallery. Andrew has. I just want to ask Martin, like, that. what offensive weapons are you happy with? I you want to keep, and then where do you want to draft in the future? Um, I mean, to make the offense work, it's it's an old cliche, but it starts up front. You've got to have a better offensive line, and I don't know enough about the individual players and who's working and who's not. It's just not working, whatever it is. And that's got, for, for Holst, Montgomery, like I saw something online today on Twitter, someone talking about Jonathan Taylor and saying like his abilities and it compared him. It was saying like ability to blah, blah, blah. And it was just saying Montgomery, Mon- like the same as Montgomery. And I thought that's a big diss to Montgomery. Like it's impossible. He's literally, as soon as he gets the ball, he's got three guys on him. Yeah. He's, he's not 
a speedster. He's not a superstar, but he's a very good running back. So you're keeping Montgomery? 100%. Cohen definitely has ability, and he's different to Montgomery. They should supplement each other perfectly. Mooney, but they don't use Mooney. them well. Uh, I mean, Cohen's ACL. No, he's so obviously done, but they don't, they don't use they them well. They haven't used Mooney him well. The, Mooney is great. Mooney's yeah, just started. Allen Robinson. Robinson's class. I Miller mean, should be used more. I think Miller should be used more. Our tight end, Komet, is drafted Komet's this year. Komet's a second-round pick. So yeah, so he sometimes tight ends sometimes take a year or two. Yeah. yeah, Chicago has about ten tight ends on their roster. Oh, we did. I think we've. Now <laughs> By the way, down. I want to say something from a little bit before Aaron Rodgers six nine and one in two thousand eighteen. Great. Really? Yep. Two years ago, six nine and one record. Was that not when he? Uh, no, he was hurt his. The, he was healthy. That was two thousand seventeen. When he hurt his leg in Chicago. Two thousand seventeen. Was it really? Yep. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll believe my call. I looked it up. That. Fair enough, sir. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, uh, Brian, you got any more have to shots or surprises, and then we'll go to the peanut gallery. Um, any I, sort of negative thing? Oh, well, i got one for you, bro, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, yeah, the, the Eagles. The, hey, that's the a first-place franchise. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, my, my biggest uh, frustration with our just like uh, in fantasy is the, the whole tight end situation, though. Oh. Right? Like, so... Just there's probably only one good tight end this year, and that's Kelsey. And how right. does that make you feel, Brian? Oh, that makes me feel terrible as a Kittle owner. That uh, I, 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 it's such a big loss to lose Kittle, and of course, I, I have no other tight ends. To and, it, like, so. and do you think that we should keep uh, insisting that every team plays a tight end every week? Yes. Uh, if 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 I if I. Uh, if I have a chance to get Kelsey, then I would be pro tight ends. But if I don't have Kelsey, then I am against tight ends. So. Just, just interrupt there. I hate this crap of you getting rid of positions. You sh- everyone should have a kicker. It's, it's football. You don't. You have to play the positions that exist in the game. You can't just don't. I don't like tight ends. That's, you end up with five running backs and five receivers. That's no fun doing. That's anyway. the way it should be played, bro. No, I. I, I was offered Jonu Smith for for Kittle, and now. And now look not. at you. Yeah, look at me, yes. And it was a terrible offer, but still, I'd be sitting a little bit better if uh, I were taking that off. I don't mind people playing tight ends. I just think it's silly that we're forced to play one every week. No, I, I disagree. Well, I think what it's he's suggesting is um, is like have like a tight end be an option in a wide receiver tight end yeah, super flex. It, like sh- flex it, should, it should be a wide receiver tight end but, flex. No, because then who's ever going to play a tight end except from Kittle and Kelsey? Yeah, no, that's, that's, right. that's because that's the tight end position is so stupid. There are teams in the NFL that just never use a tight end. Well, they use sure. their tight end as like so a So why do we as fantasy teams have to play them? Because there are teams in the NFL that don't have a competent running back. No, but I'm, I'm talking about don't even play a tight end. Yeah, every team, every team NFL, plays on a running back. You but they don't have a competent one. That doesn't matter. No, I'm talking about they don't use the position at all. I don't agree at all with this yeah. getting rid of tight ends. Yeah. This no, is I, insane. That's what I, I, said. I, I, I was, and also I want to say that offer was John o. Smith and Mike Evans. Both of them combined <laughs> was, have was, both of them combined yeah. have about fourteen fucking touchdowns yeah. compared to Kelsey's what it, two? It, it was, it was, Come it was, on, Kittle, Kittle, Kittle. Kittle? You said Kelsey. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Kittle's, yeah, Kittle right. had maybe one touchdown this year. He's a jabroni and a scrub. Don't draft him. <laughs> it was. If I could go back in time, I would have made. And you trade. know what? When he realized he was on my team in fantasy, he wouldn't have got hurt. Oh That's right! Sure. You should no come fact. to my team. No, okay. so he would have heard the episode. He would have right? said, "Shit, 
I'm ready to play. All yeah. right, so we've just ascended into madness on this podcast. Yeah, I get are. it now, John. I get but it. tight ends, it's insane to get rid of them. Yeah. It's insane. I'm not getting rid of them. I'm it's just insane. saying you should have the option to be no, able to flex. No, 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 we've got... You've got that option to play a three wide on, on that basis, Keith, every position you just play. Who the hell are you talking to, sir? Uh, sound guy over there. Yeah. Well, he's busy, dude. Okay. He's doing all the sound work. And he never talks on this show anyway, dude. Why? Dude, the uh, poor guy can't I'll, even speak. I, to be honest, I like him. He's probably, yeah, he's way nicer than me. You're right. I've, I've heard um, that there are leagues that like increase the point value of the tight end catching right. as well, too, which could be an option. Yeah, well. make Kittle so even more. We're going to have two and a half points. Everyone's week. in the same position. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has uh, yeah. the same information. A shitty position. Well, it doesn't matter. It's shitty for everyone. No, it's not I shitty for everyone. Is. I think it is. It's shitty for everyone but two people. Okay. Well, then draft Kelsey or Kittle yeah. then. But then the rest of your team No, sucks. don't draft Kittle. But then, like, I, I agree with it. Like, draft Kelsey or Kittle if you want. No, not Kittle. Don't draft Kittle. Well, don't draft Kittle. Trade for him. A guy offered you 14 touchdowns. Okay, I think we're done But anyway, there are teams that don't have, like, a running back or wide receivers that are valuable at all. Like, the Raiders. Let's look at the Raiders. No competent wide receivers, right? Nobody you're going to start. Nobody going to start per week, right? But you would start there. Rugs, no, you ain't starting Rugs. No, you ain't starting Rugs. But you are starting Waller. Like it's a balance. You gotta find like yeah. it's what you choose to build your team. Sure. It's it seems it's to how me how you choose to build your team. It seems to me that the tight end position it doesn't even line up as a tight end most of the time. They usually line up outside, and so it's just tight end by name only. But the real position is just a receiver. Like the idea that these players are tight ends is kind of bullshit. Like where does Gesicki line up? He doesn't line up as a tight end. He lines up in the slot. So I just think this idea that people as tight ends by name but are actually just wide receivers is just dumb. It's just like a subsection of wide receivers that are named tight ends and name only, but they're actually just wide receivers. Like when I, my logic drafting Kittle was like he was a top five wide receiver, but but I I, I am pro tight ends in, in the league though, but like I, I get what you're saying though. That makes... No, okay. I'm not joining this... I'm not joining this. I'm pro every I'm position that exists. Yeah. I, I, I gave in for the kickers. I will not give in for tight end. We have to keep replaced. tight end. Yeah. There's yeah. no... There, you have to keep... I, I get what you're this saying. This is what people said about kicker two years ago. Bring back I'm just kickers. Saying, I'm just saying. Bring, bring back kickers is a movement that make, I probably won't support. Oh, make kickers but I, relevant. But I definitely am not getting rid of tight ends. No way. All right, Sean, did you have a surprise or were we ready yeah, to... Well, uh, it wasn't a surprise. It was a positive shock. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, no one has surprised. But yeah, continue. Um, it's, uh, obviously, I'm biased, but it was how well Tua Tangavailoa played in the last game. In a single game. <laughs> As a rookie. Okay. Oh, yeah. In a single game. Uh, what about Burrow and Harper? Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, they've done well, but Tua yeah. did look great last Yeah, time. no, I'm, I'm, we've, we've spoken about Herbert and Burrow before. I'm saying, like... Tua looks legit. Yeah, but I'm good. sick of it because I've heard people saying he's going to be rookie of the year. No, no, of course a, not. Of course like, not. And I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But in that one game, like the pressure that he was under, the two-minute drills, like the poise that he showed for a rookie in his second start was like above average. Hundred percent agree. I, I think I thought he looked great. Yeah. yeah. He looked better than Burrow did in and, his first game. And he's left-handed, and so I've got to support the Burrow. Legit won his first game, but the ref fucked him. 
All right, you heard it here first, folks. That was AJ Green. That was AJ well. Green. Yeah, AJ uh-huh. Green didn't really push off on that. Mm-hmm. That was that was a clean play in my book. That looked like a touchdown. All right, let's take a commercial break and then we will be back with the second half. Folks, I want to say that this is a fucking travesty. I have been denied a victory from week nine in the Jinju Bowl against the peeping Tomlinsons. What sort of an aged pervert looking through a window? And I will refuse to concede until all my points have been tallied and all my points have been round up from the cracks which they live. And I'll say this to you, if you feel that you've been slighted in even the smallest, if you feel that you won, even though you lost by a fucking mile, call Martin. You can call me anything you need, baby. I'm here for you. That came out a bit more sexual than we would have liked. (laughs) But this man does do good work. Call Martin. He'll sort it out. Don't do it to the count all the parts. All right, well, Martin, I didn't know that... Honestly, I didn't know anything about that side of you, sir, but it seems like you're a, a multi-layered individual. Yeah, it's uh, that's the after-midnight side. Wow. All right, well, what a preview that was. For a 6 p.m. podcast, I'm not sure how to respond to that. Well, I think the only way that we can respond is by reviewing the standings of the league, and we have a great guest here, Brian. Brian, could you do the honor, sir, of of just counting down and ignoring the peanut gallery for just a second? Could you do us the honor of of telling us, how is this league shaping up at week number 10, sir? It's not shaking up to my expectations because I am in ninth place. Uh, But um, uh, Nico's at top, and uh, uh, Nico's always making smart moves, right? Even last year, he's making good moves. Yeah, so, he, was a, he was on, on the cusp player last year, but he's and, sort of, he's evolved. Yeah, and, and like, last year, the moves I saw Nico making, like, they're really good, under-the-radar moves, and he's continuing doing that. Uh, and the under-the-radar moves he made this year were really, like, league-winning moves. Yeah. Mike you, Davis and... And if you listened yeah, to the Bronx, podcast yeah. last week, you heard that we thought some of his trades were the best of the, of the year. Yeah, so. uh, he's, I'm very envious of, of his team right now. Fair so. enough. Let's keep going. And so number two is the the Doc. Of course. Yeah, so, uh, and Kamara. Kamara is another league winner, I think. So, And then Chicken Dinner, number three. Uh, at number four is a Peeping Tomlinson. Yeah, that's Andrew Shuttle. Well, how yep. do we feel about the three and four teams is the big question. Yeah. I, I see a lot of fucking fake news. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know about fake news, but I, I'm just, yeah. Dale, I don't think he's the third best team in the league. That's all I'm going to say. I see a lot of people coming with some heat at the bottom who are much better than these two jabronis. Well, and I think this is where it gets real interesting. This 5-6-7 section. John, can you tell us about the 5-6-6? Six, six, well, we got for medication who... That's, that's that's Ian. Which is Ian, and he scored the most points. Exactly, he's fifth. And I still think he's probably on to win it just based on the points. And, like, the way it shakes out, who knows. Um, and Niku, I mean, losing CMC this week kind of hurts him. Yeah. Um, and then we got Bagoa, who, deservedly so, has always been a points getter. He's always been a guy that gets points. And he's in six at five and four. And then myself at five and four with... 
you know, you have three teams at five and four with a better point tally than the third and fourth place people. It's a strange situation that we find ourselves in, but that's how much a single victory means in this league. It's bizarre because at the end of the day, who knows what's happen? Exactly. And now we have the perfect guest here to tell us about the bottom of the league, Martin. <laughs> uh, tell us about the... Uh, <laughs> The doc just had a conniption, folks. So uh, I'll jump in here. And Martin, can you tell us about the bottom of the league? Because it's parts that I've never been to. No. <laughs> like, nothing, nothing to tell. That's it. Let's move on. All right, fair well, enough. Well, I'll run through it. we got Shibby at 4 and 5, who I honestly thought was at one point a real contender for first place. But his running backs have gone sour. His wide receivers receivers are bad as well. It's absurd that he is not first. I'm sorry. He should be first overall. Why? Because he has 970 points scored against. Oh, right. Like, it's... Yeah. It's, his team is just bad. It's 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 averaging less than 105 points against per week, and yet he's still... Four and five. Yeah, so... Unbelievable. At least, uh, so, Cool Guy Shorts, the defending champion, four and five, but much better uh, score and scores against. How do you feel, Brian? Oh, it's it's do been you... a rough... It's been a rough... I, I, I feel like I made some pretty bad choices. But you still got a chance. Uh-huh. But how does it feel seeing the fucking Jinju, Mindal Pennies, the little slugs? Oh, he's catching up a bit. The slugs <laughs> have more points than you. Yeah, so. Are you nervous about, uh, about the commission's team? Are you nervous there? Um, oh, 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 like, uh, I, I, I had one really, really bad week where, like, it was just a perfect storm of... None of my players was performing well. Sounds pa- uh, Patrick, Pat Mahomes had like twelve <laughs> points that week, and that and that was every single. I my projection was like one hundred and thirty points, and I got like sixty seven points. In that I'll week, say this: if uh, Jake, who is in tenth place, makes the playoffs, that would be the wildest ride of the season. If, was he, was if he, he in six? I mean, he's three and six. What was he? Was he? He has six? to. He ha- yeah, he was all in six. He has to win out. He has to win out all games to have a chance. Uh, then Martin, we got you at two and seven. I'm there. Um, tough beat, a lot of tough injuries, and then we have the glue factory. Who, we, I mean, I wouldn't buy that glue. Is that even a team anymore? They're averaging about eighty points a game. But I got a plan this week, so I don't want to jinx it. That's good. Yeah, it's not gone that well. Um, <laughs> it's hard to come happens. into this league and be successful. That's why Brian was such yeah. a surprise last yeah. year. Oh yeah. When you come in. <laughs> And win in your first year, we were amazed. We were terrified. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> and it's just nice that you're not doing so well this year, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's very disappointing. Um, I I, uh, I, re- I really messed up in my draft, I really think. Because I, I just didn't know how to handle the the super flex uh, league, I think. So. And it was the pressure of me sitting next to you. you really and, also, yeah, uh, <laughs> it also didn't help that, folks, in the Jinju Bowl, we have a tradition of drafting naked. Every man sits in that room, fuck ass naked, and you gotta make your picks, and you gotta look another man in the eye, and everybody's naked. And, and again, I was eyes. sitting next to Andrew this time, so it provided a lot more pressure. This you were intimidated. Intimidated. <laughs> and now we're gonna review last week in the Ginger Bowl. So uh, the first matchup we have is the Dal Pengies 
the Mindal Pangies, which is actually a slug, not so much a snail. Yeah. And uh, against Gimei for life. Oh, it's yeah. Gimei. Oh, so Gimei this is commission uh, against you, Martin, and I think you right. must do the honor, sir. Tell us, tell us exactly what went wrong in this matchup for you, bro. Um, the, they played football, or they tried to play, that's what went wrong, and they didn't play it very well. <laughs> well, Montgomery going down didn't, didn't help you. He uh, yeah, in all seriousness. And he fumbled, I mean, and he, he didn't help He you. did fumble, went for, went for a touchdown as well. Um... Yeah, I mean, well, okay, let's talk about your quarterbacks first. Drew Brees actually scored more he's, points than Lamar Jackson. Brees is coming around, isn't he? That, yeah, that, that Saints team looks good, no? Yeah, they do, yeah. They destroyed Tampa last week. That was an embarrassment for Tom Brady and the, and the Bucks. Yeah. Um, so you must be happy at least to have Brees on your team. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not happy about much, but yeah, Brees is doing okay, yeah. All right, well, then let's move on to the running backs. Uh, you got Swift and Montgomery. Montgomery got hurt, right? Uh, yeah, he did. He, he got a concussion, but this, I don't, I mean, we've talked about Chicago already. There wasn't a lot this going just, on anyway. I, I this is just a rough, rough squad getting beat up. Yeah, much. I've got no choice to but, play but, some of these players. And... Yeah, but look at the commission's running backs, too. The, he's got Jermichael Hasty yeah. and Philip Lindsay going for 2.3 each. Yeah. But the commissioner has two amazing quarterbacks. And Metcalf. He does, all right? Well, and, and a great tight end. That sounds like we need to move on to wide receiver then, and, uh... Cooper and Godwin, great names, just not, but just not great performance. I Ten mean, points is fine. God, Godwin's been hurt, and now they've got Brown as well, and Tampa Bay's pretty inconsistent. I think 10 points offense. from Cooper is not that bad. I don't it isn't, it. but I, I think it's not that bad. Cooper's unreliable. He's got a nobody yeah. throw into He's him. He's the most unreliable You're player. about to trade me someone amazing for I'll it. Try, I'll trade right now. 60 actual dollars. 60 US dollars. Uh, Australian. Well, let's just <laughs> fucking call it New Zealand. Okay. <laughs> Wait, do they use dollars in New Zealand? They I do. They do? Oh, really? All right. Um, obviously, the commission has great wide receivers here with Metcalf. Uh, he's got Deontay Johnson there scoring pretty solidly, and then the tight end is where he really gets you. Yeah, I, I mean... Kelsey against Hunter Henry... I've always said why we even have tight ends in this league. That's always been my point. Uh... Uh, you've blown my mind with that statement, sir. You've blown my mind. I'll say Wait. this is just, I mean, the commissioner did really well on his quarterbacks. And uh, I, one thing I'd like to point out about the commissioner, he made that like $30 uh, waiver for the Washington football team. And he's doggedly stuck with them. And... They've done all right, have they? No, they did okay this game, but like, he should have dropped him a long time ago and made a better choice. But he's doggedly stuck with a shitty team just because he paid money for them. Yes, I mean, if you look, I think he picked them up, was it week two or week, week three? Week two. He must have week picked two. them up after that week 29 two. points. Consistently below 10. Yeah, they've been below 10 the entire time apart from week seven and week nine. Oh, they suck. And like... To, to think that they play good against a good team is ridiculous. But he's doggedly stuck with it. Fair enough. All right, let, let's move on then. Brian, how did your matchup go last week, brother? Oh, uh, it was it was not good. It was I, I made a mistake. Um, if if so, I had Patrick Mahomes. Pat Pat Mahomes. He's pretty did good. Did awesome. He did great. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones. He's he's great too. Uh, there was a goal line opportunity, and they didn't give the ball to Aaron Jones, which was. It was like they're on the one yard line, and, and I, yeah, who did they run in with? They they ran in with like uh, I forget who they ran in. I it was like some random. Yeah, it was like their 
quarterback or something. I forget who it was. It happens. Uh, and then I have Edmonds. Uh, he underperformed that week. Uh, although statistics-wise, he, he did fine. He, just no touchdown. The, the thing that I'm seeing here is, yeah, Terry Bridgewater is almost scoring as many points as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and that it. insults me as, a, as an individual. Yeah. Um, then you got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and, and Jones going, you know, pretty much the same points. McKinnon outscoring Edwards, whatever. I, I think once we get down here, though, to the wide receiver, we start to, to see a little bit of problem for you, sir. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, uh, Marquise Brown is not uh, performing as well as I thought he was going to perform in the beginning of the year. I thought he was a steal in the very beginning of the year because I got him, like, eighth round or something like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but... Uh, he does okay. He's he's a good flex wide receiver, but not a good. Uh, he's not a wide, wide receiver. receiver one. Yeah, and I I did not have Robert Woods this week, who is my wide receiver. Right. Too. And, and um. But then Dale has AJ Brown and Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Considering he did not draft a wide receiver until the tenth round. No. Oh. That's pretty decent for Dale to have those two wide receivers. Yes. Yeah. So um. But I I feel like where I really lost so uh, like um. My defense is where I really lost it because um yeah right the Cardinals I, I sat points. I sat the Saints who scored twenty four points yeah who and for and I started the Cardinals who had five points so if I would have switched those two teams I, I would have won the game you would you so. would have been uh, five and four yeah exactly and yeah. so and so would Dale Dale this, would have been five and four too and this is the second week where I made like in a row where I made very a, a, a mistake that. Affected my record. Yeah. Because so, like, uh, last week, I think I... It was just one player. If I would have switched, I would have won that as well. And everyone can say that, but... Uh, can we talk about Daniel Jones just for a second? Oh, yeah, I... I'd love to. How do you <laughs> feel about Daniel Jones as a QB2 in this league? He, I, I... Like, in the very beginning of the year, because last year, Daniel Jones would have some, like, really big games. Yeah, he had some bad games, but, like... They my goal... And my the the super flex league like what I was planning on doing was getting like two or three, like second string, uh, quarterbacks and just like putting them in matches. Yeah, exactly. So like, so some weeks Philip Rivers will have some week good right. weeks, and then like Daniel Jones, they're not stellar quarterbacks, but I'd say I was Daniel trying to stream Jones quarterbacks. Is yeah. the the worst quarterback in the league or no? No, the Nick cautionary Foles. tale for next year. So if you're going to buy high on Burrow, Herbert, Tua, you better think about their schedule and you better think about the team pretty clearly. I'm still hoping that he has a, a good rest of the year. Personally, I think all those three quarterbacks you just named are better than Daniel Jones. They might be, but we'll see next year. Because, like, what happened to Baker his second year? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Fair well, enough. Baker had an amazing first year. Yeah. Mm. Okay, the one thing I will say about Daniel Jones, I think he has talent, yep. but he, he is second in the history of the NFL for the most turnovers in his first 16 starts. Who's first? Uh, some really old guy. He, not he not even in the modern NFL. He's, he's, Daniel Jones has 36 turnovers in his first 16 like starts. I'd like to know this old and, guy. And the record, the record is 41. Well, so 41 to 36. So what you're saying is, old guy? Who's the old guy? So what you're saying is Daniel Jones is one of the worst quarterbacks of all time. He's rec- he's on pace to set records for turnovers. Let's I, make uh So I, who would you pick? That, oh, Darnold or Daniel Jones? Uh, well, Daniel Jones has much better weapons. I, I'd say if you put Darnold into that 
Giants. You think that we? I don't think they're better. He would be better. Darnold has no athleticism in the move. He has how, no, but how no do talent know? to how run. How do we know? Because if he could have run, he would have run by now. I mean, he's had mono from kissing college yeah, girls. Ru- mono doesn't mean you can't move your no, legs no, no, in a running no, motion. I, I know, but 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 when 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 has Darnold had good weapons around him? No. Last year. Le'Veon Bell, I thought everybody said he's really good, right? No, uh, I, 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 I wasn't down on that. You have been down on that. Both of you have been down on that. No, Le'Veon Bell's done. I never Bell's said that. I never oh, said this that. is this is a couple people <laughs> uh, redacting what they've said in the past. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Regardless of backfield, what about uh, uh, he's never had good weapons down the field. Who does Danny Jones have? Sterling Shepard. Come on, Slater. Slater. he's played fucking eight games in Slater. six years. Shepard's decent, dude. Like the, come on, he's barely even you, out there. Are you saying that the, the, the Giants' offensive weapons aren't good? No. Who, who is good? Who's good at the Giants? They lost there. Slater and Shepard. Give me the examples. They're, who are they're, they? They're better than the Jets. Who are they? They're better than well, the Jets. Well, who are the Jets uh, got, sir? No, but that's not the I think neither team's got anything. The point is that neither team has much. That's true. And that there's one quarterback who's, yeah, he's forcing it, but he's like... He's doing something, and there's one quarterback who's like, "Well, fuck it, I'm just, you know, <sighs> California boy, and not doing it right." Fair enough. All right, let's let's move on. Then. So to say he's the worst quarterback in the league is a little bit ridiculous. I, no, I'm not, I, I never said he's the worst. I'm not saying he's the worst quarterback in the league. I'm we saying who, we, all, we all know who the worst. There's a lot in the league worse is. quarterbacks in the league than Daniel Jones. But I'm just saying he's contending for one of the worst quarterbacks in history. I'd statistically, say, statistically. I'd say. Turnover-wise. I'd, I'd say pre- be prepared next year for the, these guys that are really good right now. Mm-hmm. Be prepared because, like, it's coming. That Bengals team ain't getting good next year. Okay. Let's... That Chargers team ain't getting let's... much better next year. And the Dolphins. They're good. Uh, the, like Dolphins the Dolphins are good. They they're devoid of offensive weapons, though. Like, their defense is good, but they have no offensive talent. So be prepared okay. for something along the same lines. Let, as let me just po- let me just pose you a, a question. Uh, the Giants finish. Maybe the Jets get a win or two wins, and you're close. Like the Giants are close to the first or second pick. Do you take a, one of the top two quarterbacks? Yes, you got. No, I don't think so. Oh, really? That's, I, that's think crazy. Kinda, I think you kind of have to go with Jones. Like, I so I think do you have I the think what, okay, to get what, Lawrence or Fields, and you don't take them. Do you have the opportunity to trade the pick for a boatload? Yeah. If you have the third pick and you can trade it for years of first So are you rounds, really in on Jones? I'm not in on cutting somebody after two years. I mean, two years is a long time. Not really. Like, people... Aaron Rodgers like didn't play year, for right? five no. years. No. Right. Aaron Rodgers played his fifth year. Yeah, because he he wasn't starting. He was he was behind. But he, yeah, that's the point that I'm trying to make. That now it's like, oh, go in there. If you suck, you suck. I right. know. I know. Like the modern like NFL, Haskins. I know, how I many quarterbacks have done wrong? I know the because mod- they're in the wrong team. The modern Haskins, is, Rosen. Yeah, yeah. How many guys are there? Yeah. You know. But are you saying like Rosen deserved more time? I'm saying Rosen deserved a team that actually wanted to build around him. Mm. And if you're not gonna build around the quarterback, is not the team. The quarterback is whatever scheme you put them in. There's no transcendent quarterback 
who's better, who can make up for all of a team's trend, okay. uh, all of a team's weaknesses. This okay. Ne- okay. never existed. So this is, the, this is the, 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 the bread and butter question. Is Daniel Jones your franchise quarterback? I think that they should stick with him and trade. If they get a third of the second round pick, uh, the second overall pick, they should trade all those picks and make like a, offensive line a boon yeah. of talent. Fair enough. That's my real belief because he's not he's not on a level of bad right to warrant being just like cut out like cut that. Because like yeah. they, they, what where are they gonna be with Justin Fields? They're going to be in the same situation with the same players. Yeah. yeah. So why not keep somebody who has shown flashes of like a really good play? Knows the system. Knows yeah. the system and get a fucking good offensive line, strengthen the defense, grab a big Make it physical wide yeah. receiver. I just don't see the benefit of getting like a new quarterback isn't going to make the Giants better. Fair enough. All right, let's continue just with this real quick review of last week because we got on a little bit of a Daniel Jones tangent there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna... It is a hot-ass take, though. No, I it's get hot. it. It's an important topic, honestly. It's going to be one of the biggest topics Good in job. the offseason coming forward. I, I think so, too. So let, let me just real quick do the Shibby versus Begoa matchup because, honestly, I think this was the best matchup of last week, and it was an important one at that. So let me just real quick recap this. Quarterbacks, we had Ryan Tannehill against Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger had a massive game against Dallas, as you would expect, although it wasn't quite as a resounding victory as you perhaps would have he expected. He got hurt as well. He got hurt. I, th- I think he's he got COVID. He's, he's, <laughs> that was the real problem. Wait, he got COVID? Yeah, he he's got COVID. This week. No, no, no. He busted he got, his knees, but they put him on COVID. They put him on the COVID list. Ah, so they've realized you could cheat the COVID. Yeah, yeah, yes, okay. indeed. By the way, I did send a picture of those. Uh, he busted okay, both yeah. of his knees. Uh, this was his best game of the year, though. Yeah, dude. Like... Uh, well, against uh, Dallas, fantasy-wise, fantasy against Dallas, you would expect, his, right? This was his best fantasy game of the year. Let's let's look at the running backs real quick. We had uh, Dude, does Connor suck? Like, what's the deal? What's going on? James Connor is not great, but he's fine. Melvin Gordon is the exact same. I I really do think those are interchangeable at this point. Melvin Gordon, James Connor, well, three points each. Melvin Cooks is. Cooking. Yeah. There Dalvin we go. Cook He's is, cooking. Yeah. He's I cooking. Mean, Dalvin Cook had 40 points. He had 250 scrimmage yards. And two touchdowns. Yeah. That's pretty good, right? Ezekiel Elliott contains his mediocre... I'll be the, I'll be the first person to say right now, Ezekiel Elliott washed up. He's mm. done. He's done. Yeah. He's done. Calling it. I like it. Uh, then we had uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and Julio Jones for, for Bregoa. Also great showings from those two players right there. Um, Will Fuller, fine. Uh, tight ends about even. Yeah. Um, the, the big thing here was the, uh, the flex play, right? DJ no, Shark thing, against Zach Moss. Yeah, but the big thing was the running backs. It was over at the running back stage. Well, it was you, over. Yeah, when you have Dalvin Cook. It was 10 points to 50. It was over at the running back. But honestly, if he didn't have Dalvin Cook, or if Dalvin Cook had, say, even a you know a 25-point game, which is still a monster of a game, Shibby would have won this game. Mm. So this, What's the defense? This team was pretty close. Then we had, yeah, Titans. Oh. Titans came through for Bagoa right okay. there. But not enough. Okay, let's keep looking. Let's do uh, the big matchup of the week. We got Chicken Dinner versus... No, we already did. We already did Brian and Dale. Uh, okay. Let's, yeah, let's do the big This is my matchup for the week. And this was... Honestly, I'll say this. This matchup is being disputed by, uh, by the Martin uh, and Associates law firm. Yeah. This is bullshit. I, I think I had 20 points. 
You have There's 20 points. Point, some of these players scored 20 points inside of them. And they vanished overnight, right? I honestly, and this is my true belief, some of Andrew's players stole the points yeah. from my players. Right, and put it on their And put player. it on his team, and I just want to say... That's fucking absurd. It is absurd. Now, which and players I, do you think you suspect of doing this highest well, climbs? Looking at it, of course, Keenan Allen is an obvious target. Yeah, I mean, look at and that guy. And he fucking stole probably 30, 13 points. Yeah. 13 points at least. And so if you just trade those two people, and if you say that the state of Pennsylvania, where people played the football game, yes. didn't matter, right. then it's fucking fine. I think I see the connection. And here. I'd say this. Matching it up again. Justin Jackson's a bit of a red herring. Yeah, yeah he scored zero, but he stole 45. Right. Who did he steal 45 from, though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Talking right. about stealing. That's what I'm trying to figure out, and that's why I've hired Martin and Associates Law Firm. Now, they've actually just arrived here, Martin. Do you have any evidence to present to the podcast of stolen points last week? Uh, stolen points this week Let on Thursday with a blocked kick. That's what I have got. And this is just another <laughs> instance of the goddamn deep state taking advantage of little people. Hey, he his team scored six hundred other points. My team scored twenty other points, and we're trying to figure out where did those points uh, go. Can I just pipe in a little bit and say when you lose to a team that is starting. Uh, Justin Jackson and, and Gus Edwards. And Gus Edwards. Justin Jackson got injured on the first play of the game, not even running. It he, didn't he, stop he, him he, from stealing he, points. He got injured blocking. He got injured blocking. It didn't stop game. him from stealing points. So when points. my first two running backs, my starting running backs, combined for seven points, and I still beat you. Yeah, but that's because your defense scored more, and your your quarterback scored more. Yeah, it was, uh, but I, also I have a better team. Uh, scroll up, please. What was your overall score? 110 points? That ain't fucking gonna cut the cheese later on. That's 20 on, points better than you. Let's look at overall point tallies. Yeah, please. I think we've Because got I right believe there. I'm 100 points above you or something around that. I think it's pretty close. Nah, 50 points above you. Yeah. 50 points. And, and 50 that's points one above. week when I had a horrible week. Yeah, well, we'll see after this week. All right, and then the last one I think was... Uh, because you're one loss away from being fucking down at the bottom. <laughs> I don't know about that. Bruh. Uh, in other news, the Doc obviously beat Rut Row, Mike, and then the other matchup was... Oh, this was actually a... Did somebody fart? It does somebody smell farted. really no, does. Who the fuck farted? No, it does smell... <laughs> it was not me. Wait! Oh, it was not me. See, it was not did me. you no, fart? No, no. It was not me. Something I didn't not. fart, but I went to the bathroom. Somebody <laughs> fart. He was in there for about ten minutes. <laughs> Sorry, maybe I left the door open. Somebody took a shit or somebody farted. No, no, he was in there for ten minutes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, All right. It was a tough time. I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, but I never... <laughs> I didn't fart. You think of me? No, I was thinking about the smell, but I didn't How say... How dare you, sir? <laughs> the last matchup from last week yeah, was an important matchup <laughs> that we must consider here, ladies and gentlemen. For identification, took a hard loss. But this is an important matchup. Nico versus Ian. These are yeah. two high flyers in the league. The They're both expected to make the playoffs. Red Rum ran away with it once again with 160 points to 120. John Hawk, tell us about the uh, the quarterbacks here. Yeah, uh, even at the top quarterback with Marion Allen. But then this is where it gets fucking 
where the, where the rubber meets the road for Niku. And that's Christian McCaffrey. But too bad he's out again. And, uh, I mean, yeah, he beat him at the running back. That's yeah. where it is. He it, beat him at the running back. Robinson no... and McCaffrey against Henry and David Johnson last week. David Johnson got a grotesque concussion last he's week. He's done. Oof, yeah. uh, and that like, receiver. Um, uh, yeah, Devontae but, Adams, 30 yeah, points. Yeah. Well, but that's thanks that to the commission. That's, yeah, that's the commission. If we scroll down a bit, let's just look what they played at the bottom. Well, the quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, he, he made up for it in the super flex and in the flex. Yeah, Justin Herbert um, as your second quarterback is insane, but you need some he, other players on your team. The, he beat him in the running backs. Like, that's where the, the clear win is in the running backs. And, um, and, and honestly, one last thing. Nico with the Ravens defense. That Ravens defense, terrifying. No? Uh, yes. I mean, with, with the amount of turnovers that those guys get, the amount of touchdowns that they've had on the defensive side of the ball, it is terrifying. What, but, did, what did they score last week with all the injuries? Nine. On defense? I think yeah. nine. I'm just going to bring it up. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't a big score. I think it was nine. Yeah. No, dude, it was like 16. That And that's a bad game for them. Yeah, yeah. 16 is a I bad was, game for I them. think it was nine. No, dude. You're, you're... 16 last week against the... They lost last week. What you, uh, John, I have to what, make this, inquiries into your sanity, sir. No, he's talking... This is 16 this week. Last week was against the Steelers, I believe. Yeah, you're yeah. Oh, you're talking uh, about the Steelers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right. Dude, everybody can see that score. Yeah. We're not fucking blind. <laughs> no, well, okay, let's have a look. They had yeah, nine against the Steelers. Yeah. Jeez, we need to finish this podcast. Some people got to just start recognizing. I know what I'm talking about here. And that's why these things are bullshit. These points that were stolen from me, folks. And if you listen out there, donate to my fund. My fund is called itsmymoney.com. And you just donate directly into my bank account. And it's all for the... Uh, and it's all for the fight. It's all going to my man Martin here yeah. and his associates. If you need something a bit extra, then you just contact me. <laughs> all right, let's round this one up. Uh, Brian, thank you very much for coming on once again to this podcast. Oh, it was a pleasure. It's you had fun? Oh, it was fun. I had a great time. Didn't speak much. Martin? <laughs> Delighted to be here, as always, sir. Same to you, I guess. And John Cuckoo, There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Keep on... Trucking. Going deep. <laughs> Did I just mess up your thing? <laughs>